PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Jeff Feinberg will be joining me here momentarily as we look to break down the Zozo Championship over in Japan. I realized yesterday on the podcast, I was saying CJ Cup, but the CJ Cup is after the Zozo Championship. So anyway, just, just bear with me here as... Uh, the players took a charter over to Japan. They're on the ground. I've been texting uh, with some people over there on the golf course, a beautiful um, golf course, Accordia Golf uh, Narasino Country Club, uh, which they have uh, been at before a couple different times. Of course, Hideki won there uh, last year and then um, Tiger Woods uh, a couple or yeah, a couple years before that because they uh, skipped a year in between uh, going over to Japan. So we're going to have all things there. Zozo Championship. Jeff Feinberg uh, will be joining me here momentarily. But I want to start with something here this week as the Stripe Show podcast is brought to you by the About Golf Simulator. Right behind me there, you can see uh, Mr. Tom Kim. I've been doing some breakdown work of him. He's in the field uh, over in uh, Japan. So uh, do we like him this week? Maybe this is his third win. Uh, on the PGA Tour, of course, he won last week at the Shriners Children's Open in Vegas. And uh, I've been doing some a lot of work on him uh, this week. Uh, full breakdown on my Instagram page, on Twitter as well. So check those things out. But once a week moving forward, uh, what we're going to be doing here uh, is something in conjunction with my partnership with Vistar Credit Union, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's going to be a five-star moment where you have an opportunity here to nominate a veteran, a hero that maybe is in your family, that's a friend of yours that you know. And it's part of our hashtag honor your hero campaign that Vistar uh, Credit Union is doing. And there's a lot of really cool prizes uh, that, are, that they're going to be giving away, including some lessons with me. So whether you live here and you want to do some in-person lessons, or if you win, uh, these prizes and there's going to be multiple winners. You can do them long distance. If you want access to my training pro, you know, whatever it is, you're going to have access to me. Okay. That veteran's going to have access uh, to me on their golf game. We're also giving away a full set of PXG clubs, which is awesome. So what I need you to do is go to my website, travisfoltongolf.com. And I need you to click on my partner's page and Vistar will come up. And then I need you to click on learn more and you'll see the link there at the bottom. Now, I'm also going to be putting it uh, on my Instagram page as well. I'll be, I'll be tweeting it out. I'll be putting it in my story. You'll, you'll see the link coming out. But right now, as we launch this, uh, go to travisfoltongolf.com, partners. Um, you'll see Vistar, click learn more, and then the link will be right there. And you can nominate a hero, a veteran um, in uh, your family, your friend. Now, the Vistar moment this week, I was out at um, Ferrick and Friends, and... I got to uh, meet this gentleman right here. This is Mr. Singleton on the right. He's 105 years old, wearing the Notre Dame shirt. And for those of you listening, I've got this up on um, a 
picture of him right now on video. And he's sitting with a Note Begay the third who came out and joined me on the podcast on Sunday, as did Fred Funk. And Mr. Singleton, 105 years old, he's an army veteran. And uh, he just had a great day out there. This is part of the Patriots outpost. Uh, the Vistar put on there at Constellation Ferrick and Friends. And his entire family out there, four generations of them uh, were out there. And he was enjoying the day watching uh, some golf. 105 years of age, Army veteran. And uh, he's a hero, folks. I mean, he is a hero. He is a gem. Got to talk to him just a little bit. Noted Big Gay took some time out to take a picture with him. And to kick off uh, my partnership with Vistar, uh, we are recognizing Mr. Singleton here, Army veteran, 105 years of age, our Vistar moment. Go nominate your hero. Go nominate your veteran in your family, your friend. Pass it on. I want to make this big. Love the military. I had a grandfather that was in the Army as well. And uh, I want to do my part here as part of my partnership with Vistar. So I encourage you, go click that link and nominate your hero today. All right, there he is. Let's get into this. Let's talk a little Zozo Championship over uh, in Japan. Joining us once again after a big week that we had, Jeff, a couple weeks ago on the show. Jeff Feinberg in Canada. He's got internet problems going on. His Blue Jays blew an 8-1 lead to the Mariners. I mean, this is just kind of a little bit of a run for you right now. How you doing, man? <laughs> Not good, Travis. I um. I will say, I like to think I would have properly congratulated you and the Mariners had that last game not just been so, like, I was dead. Like, I was a corpse. Like, how did that just happen? And I'm not here to litigate it. I don't even have the energy to litigate it. I'm happy for the Mariners. Happy for their fans. I hope they see them do well. Happy for you. Um, yeah, playoff baseball. It's a, it's an effing trip. So it is happy for you and the Mariners to have that like fun, amazing moment. The blue Jays got a couple of those a few years ago with those Joey bats teams and yeah, it's wild. So hopefully you guys can keep the, the, the train, uh, the train going. Well, it's been a long time. So, I mean, 21 years, you know, we appreciate you guys throwing us a bone. Um, I, I feel your pain, you know, throwing an interception on the one yard line to lose the Super Bowl. Like we've, we've, trust me, you know, Seattle fans um, yeah. can, can, yeah. you know, feel your pain. You know, we lost a big lead. I think, in fact, I think it was right before we came on two weeks ago. Uh, the Mariners were up 11 to one and lost that lead. And I was just like, what the, I mean, how does this even happen? And then it comes full circle, but yeah, playoff baseball, I got to tell you. You know, playoffs in the NFL, playoffs in hockey. Like, I feel like that's understood. But playoffs in baseball, man, you hang on every pitch. I mean, it is, it's excruciating, you know, especially when you get in a game like that. But anyway, we, you know, we've got the Astros here. That's our, our rival. I'm not quite sure we're up to that point where I think we're, we're, we're getting closer. But it'll be interesting to see how the scrappy young M's uh, do against uh, the Houston Astros, as I'm sure they've got something planned for us, you know, along the lines of tipping off pitches and some kind of mm. cheating scenarios uh, <laughs> as they've been known for Zozo championship. Um, this golf course uh, is a Cordia golf near country club. We saw it last year. Hideki won 
We saw it a couple of years before that in 19 tiger one. Hideki was second that year. This course is a trip man to me. Like it's, you know, I remember watching this. It's a beautiful golf course. We know that there's some like comparisons to Augusta national. We'll probably want to pump the brakes on that just a little bit. Um, but it's got five par threes. It's got three par fives. And of the 10 par fours, Jeff, like five of them are really short, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, high three hundreds, low four hundreds. And then they got these other five par fours that are really long, like, you know, high four hundreds, low 500. So it's, it's, it's an interesting golf course in the way that it's, um, that it's laid out par 70. I've been texting with some people on property over there, big sloping greens, um, not a lot of rough, but yet you kind of feel like you got to play from the fairway. I don't know. Those are some cliff notes and things I remember in the research I've done. What, uh, what stats you looking at here, man, as we, uh, as we look ahead. Yeah. I mean, you sort of said it's got these classical tree line golf course vibes. Um, while the green isn't penal Travis and sort of reading some quotes from years past from players there. Seems like you have no chance of controlling your ball if you're not in the fairway. So uh, the yep. fairway comes into play and like you and like everyone else, it's a beautiful course to look at. And while you remember it from last year, every time I read the, that fascinating fact about those 10 par fours, none of which coming in between 425 yards and 485 yards, <laughs> is truly incredible um so yeah i don't play it from the fairway uh attack with your wet greens in regulation um uh, you know seems to be an important stat when looking at that hideki win and that tiger win and, and and playing from from the fairway i guess uh par 70 under 70 100 yards in theory can set up very well for a lot of players yep yeah, I don't think we're going to see quite the birdie fest this week as we saw last week. We knew that kind of uh, going in that you're going to have to go low and that would kind of influence the kind of player. There's always a cool stat on Fantasy National, greens and regulation gained. It's kind of one I've been looking at this week. Last 50 rounds, Corey Connors, Shafle, Mito, Adam Long, Sungjae, Brendan Steele, Aaron Rye, who played good last week. Naismith, who I like this week. These are some of the names that are popping up uh, in the last 50 rounds. Let's get into it here. Um, the guys that are the favorite, short odds. I'm a little surprised Xander's the favorite, to be honest. Not like he's, you know, blown this course up in years past. Not like he's playing like terrific golf. I mean, I know he's got a couple wins this year. He's looked better late on a Sunday, but Xander at eight, Sungjae at nine, Tom Kim, 14, Hideki, 14, Morikawa, 14. These are the odds as we come on. You got to shop around. Cameron Young, 16, Hovland, 18. I mean, can this Tom Kim go three before the age of 21? I mean, what are we up against here? My good. I know he's got to be exhausted, doesn't he? Okay. So I've thought about this. Um, Truly incredible in hindsight. Like I, I like so many people bet him last week, but my early hesitation, Travis, on not catching like the 30 or 33s that were out there at the open was like, this guy must feel like a rock star out of the president's cup. Like there's yeah. gotta be some come down emotionally. Like you're literally a rock star in the golf space. 
Nope, he wins the event. He looks phenomenal. He's walking in pots. He's dueling Patrick Cantley. <laughs> and now it's like, okay, so you won again. You're off the President's Cup. Like, there's got to be a come down, right? Like, there's got to be a come down. Um, I am not willing to bet the 14 to 1. No. I think this field, what an incredible field for Japan, for Zozo, um, yep. to get this many great world ranked players out there. I am, yeah, as someone that caught the win last week, it's not, I know people like to go back to the well and they kind of feel like they're playing house money when doing so. I like to think, I mean, is he going to pull Scotty Scheffler? I'm not really here um, for that. So there's no stats that could bear it out, but I'm not betting Tom Kim. I'm not. I'm just not. I'll take my money from last week, run and bet on other losers this week. Now, he's Vegas. not a loser. He's a legend. <laughs> yeah, he is a legend, a superstar, a global superstar in the making. I said all the same things yesterday on the pod. I, I was like, man, all of this hoopla and expectations going up from, and what do you do? You just get your second win for the age of 21. Last person to do that. Tiger Woods, no big deal. And I'll tell you, I was out in Vegas and I watched him. I watched him practice for like a half hour and just him and his caddy off to the side, you know, wasn't checking his phone. Just, you know, every shot had a purpose. No entourage. I like the kid. I really do. I, I, I dig that kind of grounded, you know, sense that we get from him. Um, he shows some, some, you know, some humor. He, he laughs, he smiles. I just, I just like all of the vibes that we're getting from him, but I'm not going to play him. If I had to go to the short odds, uh, Matsuyama obviously is going to be extremely popular. We know that. Morikawa, um, I think it was T7 here last year, T4, T7, somewhere in there. Um, man, I just kind of, I'm probably going to move away from Morikawa as well. Um, seems to be fighting the putter. I think the iron game is not quite as sharp as we've seen in the past. Short odds, I would probably give you Sungjae. I, I like the way Sungjae's um, trending. And uh, I think he comes in and fits the bill here. Um, if I had to go all the way down to nine, I'm not going to bet it, but that's where I would go if I had to. Yeah. I guess if I was going to play the very top, I mean, I guess I'm, I am in some respects because I do have a bet on that board under 20. I don't know. Like Hideki on the repeat feels, feels nice and maybe just an easy blind bet. Like I know a lot of like people are making it's football season. They're in Japan. Just, I'm going to bet. Hideki. Um, for me, Travis, I did think about Morikawa. I pivoted off it. I caught a 20 on Hovland. Um, mm. That's sort of where I went. I was deciding between Morikawa, Hideki, and I just took those extra points with um, Victor here. I, I don't want to make much of like he hasn't won on mainland USA, but I'd be happy if that narrative got stronger on, on Sunday. Uh, I just like the, the, the prowess to drive the ball, his ability, Victor Hovland. There are a few players in this field, uh, Travis, but he has an ability to play, to make those 500 yard par fours look like he's playing one of those like 300 yard par four, like 320 yard par fours like, with what he can sometimes do with the wizardry with those approach shots. So I'm willing to step um, with Victor this week as my shortest bet. Two top 10 since the players, or, or excuse me, two top 20 since the players. But they, 
they were at the open championship and the BMW. I don't know if we're counting that. Cause that might be DP. So no, three. BMW, actually it was tour championship. He was 15th. So, and that doesn't really count. That doesn't really count. So he's got one top oh, well, 20. <laughs> Here's the uh, thing. With yeah, I, I am. I am going, I am going there. The little R and R for Victor coming back strong here. Uh, I guess you're, you, you're making a point that there's a hard sell there. I didn't really have a lot of like data points from statistics to sort of bring up to defend it. But uh, that's where my my shortest play is going this week. Well, you know the highest. You know he's got a high ceiling. We we know we've seen from Hovland. Um, you know that he can. We know what he's capable of, right? As far as driving the ball and bringing a, a golf course uh, to its knees in the way that he can drive it and strike it. It's been a tough year for Hovland, and I've watched him pretty closely. I know he's put a ton of time into a short game and it just hasn't gotten better. He has changed his technique and it just hasn't gotten better at all statistically. And I'm just wondering if he's put so much time into that, neglected some of his ball striking and his ball striking hasn't been quite up to Victor Hovland's status. So I'm curious to see Hovland. We haven't seen him since uh, the end of August the tour championship. I'm curious if this is kind of a reset perhaps, right? And which he, I think he needed. And will he look like a version of himself um, coming back out? So anyway, that's, a, that's the short odds. Uh, you, we get into Hatton at 20, uh, Connors uh, at 22, Siwoo at 35. My boy Mita almost did it for me last week. Didn't quite make yeah. enough putts on the weekend. I was all over him um, at 35. I know you'll be on Fleetwood. This the, everything's setting yeah. up for Fleetwood, even when it doesn't. He's your boy, McNeely. Don't be alarmed, folks. Um, he just made everything you looked at last week. Didn't hit it great. Thirty-five to one. Keegan has played pretty well here uh, over the last couple of times. He's been here at thirty-five. You'd think he'd be a popular pick. The Zedden Hut thirty-five. I'll stop there. Uh, I'm jumping back on the Mito train. I, I think we, you know, Mito. We saw him at the PGA. Made a run. Knocked in the water in a 72nd hole. Kind of knocked him down a little bit. Struggled. I think he's back on the up again. I liked what I saw with Mito. Putter ran a little chilly on the weekend, which it can. He doesn't need to make as many this week. Um, I made the statement that Mito's going to win this year, and I'm going to stay with it. Yeah, so there of the names you just ran off, I guess I have three bets in that range. So I'll, I'll handle them one one at a time. Uh, at 27 to one, I was able to find, uh, 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 Ty Hatton. So I really like that. I think his game is trying the ball striking, uh, the short course. I think he can really, you know, plot his way around here beautifully is one of the higher end players getting maybe the best price back. That's, um, uh, I bit the bullet there. I took a 35 to one on Tommy Fleetwood. I don't really have much to like, he, he took a lot of time off. He didn't play in the FedEx cup. He was safely qualified for it. His mom passed away. Just little R and R clear the head. Um, all of that. And he came back and has had, um, the weather at the Alfred Dunhill got like really crazy. And I don't even want to like look into that too much. And even if Fleetwood played great at the Alfred Dunhill, you probably been like, Oh, I was a pro am at the Dunhill. Like how much credit do I want to give Fleetwood for that? But he's played really well in these recent European tour events. 
uh, Travis since coming back to golf after, after his layoff. So I really do like Fleetwood here and just seeing some books opening him up in that like low twenties. And I could see a 35 at DraftKings. I just jumped on it, um, for no other reason. And I'm getting on the Mito wagon with you. I saw that number starting to dip across the industry. People I trust. I didn't bet it last week and I watched him catch fire and be like, Oh my God, why did I miss that? Like I should have been on that. Um, uh, and I'm not gonna, the, the struggle bus was long for me though, out of the PGA championship. Yep. Yep. It was deep. It was long. He couldn't get off the struggle bus, but we're off it now. And I only needed to see that form to be like, I think these 40 to ones that showed up um, were really fair. So I caught myself one of uh, those. So those are four bets. Yeah. That I've made. And I got one, you know, North of 50, uh, but I'm here for Mito this week. I, I see the life and I'm ready to jump yeah. right back in. I didn't like some others didn't have the confidence uh, last week, but I saw enough that I'm now, I'm now back on that train. Yeah. I was, I played Mito early last week. I thought it's always kind of fun to try to predict when they're going to come out of it. Right. And this might be the week for Hovland. Yeah, that's, um, we get cocky and we love to do it. Like that's part of the problem. You sometimes ignore the numbers. You're like, no, I'm going to get cocky. I'm calling yeah. my shot. Right. Because it's going to turn, you know, there's, it's going to turn for some, most of these guys, right. They're going to turn it around. They're just too good. We know what the they're capable of. It's just, when does it turn? And if you, and, and that's when you get the best number. Um, so it'll, I felt so good about Mito. I, I, I bet it did the show hopped on a plane, went out there. And then on Wednesday, I sat there and watched him practice. And I was talking with some people there and they felt like the same thing. Mito is, you know, here he comes. Like he's, he's back in a better spot. So I'm like, so here he is leading after Friday. And my head was, I barely walked through the front door. Like, I'm like, I got this. It's going to happen. And he just didn't quite, it turned, I think a little too much into a birdie fest for him. You know, like it, it, all of a sudden, we're into the 23, 24. And I'm like, oh. yeah, Saturday, everyone yeah. at the top was like eight, nine, 10 right. under 62, 61, right. 16, 63. Too much of that for me though. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, so I'm like, all right, let's just do all the same stuff. Just do all the same stuff this week. And let, let's clip one off here at 19. Um, and so I feel good. I like Fleetwood too. I think um, this feels like a really good course for Fleetwood. Like just feels like a really good golf course for Fleetwood. I, I like his, his skill set here. I, I played that as well. I knew you would be on him. I think I saw you tweet about him as well, but I do genuinely, I think we're on the same page with um, Pereira and Fleetwood kind of keep moving down. I, I just, I can't get on Bradley. Um, I no. know he'll probably be he can win without me and I'll get congratulate the people. Yeah. You know, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago and Griot was right there. It's like even Griot, the stats are outstanding. Yeah. Uh, Travis, like the stats since the John Deere for Griot are unconsciously good mm-hmm. uh, of players in that tier. And honestly, at that price point on the betting board, like that you can still bet at over 50 to 160 in some places. But it's like, I don't know. I don't, don't want to. And I did bet it last week, so I'm kind of embarrassed to say I decided last week you're going to trust them. But to bet on a Mito, it takes a, or not a Mito, a Grio, a Keegan, and even to maybe even put them in the same sentence is unfair to Keegan. But you just have to have a level of trust. Like I trust that they can do it, and sometimes that's really hard 
with those guys. Just yep. is. Yep. I'd rather I not. I think. I agree. And as we get down into the into the forties here, well, Bazetnet was thirty five. I didn't mention him. I was on the Hoagie train last week. He was good to me. Um, We're at a par, a par seventy under seventy one hundred yards. Travis, I can't argue with anyone telling me I'm going right back to Tom Hoagie. Like, other than you know, the, the there's a lot of travel involved here, yeah. but he played good here last year. And there's logistics in in sort of making this trip um, that can take players out of their element, but like little short porch plotters course like that. You know, that's why I'm seeing some books with like 33s on Hoagie and it's almost like, and these are smart, sharp books. And it's almost like these books are saying, we do not want you betting on this guy. (laughs) I'm looking at a 40 right now. Yeah. I've seen that 40 and it's, it's, I think it's the best number. Uh, It's the top watermark in, in all the markets. Cause I've been staring at it. I went with Mito in instead and I kind of went a little shorter on the board as we've discussed, but par yep. 70, 7,000 yard uh, is that's, that's the Tom Hoagie wheelhouse and he's in form. So I can do the hard sell on Hoagie. <laughs> no, I'm in, you don't have to sell me. I'm already, I've already, I'm already in yeah, on Hoagie. Yeah. I played him last week um, and I'm playing him again this week. And I, I, I'm totally in on Hoagie with, with a wedge and nine iron in his hand on five par fours um, and, and take advantage of the par fives and, and his, I, I, like he'll wear you out with his arms. Absolutely wear you out. He's, he is on form right now. Tom Hoagie uh, is on form and I think he's really putting well right now too. I think he's, you look at him, I think he's found something here um, from his putting as well. It's been exceptionally good the last three events. If he keeps that up, he'll be right there. Once again, top, top 20 feels like a no brainer for a hoagie. Davis is at 40 Putnam's at 40. I played him last week as a top 20 birdie fest. Uh, Sahith Sagala 45 Riley 45 Munoz has shown signs at 45, but I'll go back to Stallings at 45 again. Stallings has been exceptionally good to me this year. Um, and with uh, with some with some top twenty bets, he is six of the last eight right now in the top twenty. Dude's a ball striking machine. Dude's feeling it right now. I'm yeah. Um, I'll say this: when he wins, I will not be there. Like it's just like <laughs> I don't bet. I'm not. But I, I love. It's one of the great stories of last year. Like for us guys who are really deep in the weeds on the weekly ins and outs of the PGA tour, seeing the resurgence of Stallings. I mean, yes, he's won in the past, but you could argue this like ride of form is probably better than he's ever had. Even when he had a ceiling that can win. Um, Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I got my own guys to bet for the win, but, any DFS top 20. I could be all over that stuff with, uh, with Stallings. There's not a bad word. I'm not going to be smirch him one bit. Are you going to jump on Sahith? Mr. Cut no, Anderson, but I'll feel like an idiot for missing it. Cause I told yeah. myself, I think we should stick on this all off season. I our swing season. I'm just more into like, I'd rather pay up a bit for Hoagie or, or Mito, as you mentioned, I could yeah. even be more inclined. Uh, I don't know the price point you're looking at at a C Wu, um, potentially like he's feeling good. He's in form, but if I got clipped by Sahif and it was a 45 50, I'll be really annoyed 
that I missed it, but I don't see myself getting there with him this week. How, how, how big are we going to go here? What's your, what's your, I mean, it's so, it's so hard now. I'm finding myself, you know, cause the trend so, down. Problem. The I mean, we just can't get a long shot. It seems like. If you look at this field strength, you would see that, that players like North of 50, 60 to one have not won an event with this field strength in a lot, like since Memorial respect to right. Mac Hughes in the win, but that wasn't this field strength. Um, yeah. um yep. so this field strength still has me thinking and thinking Travis, like the good players win. Um, that being said, I don't know. Davis Riley can a bit catch my eye. I have bet Kurt Kitayama. I caught an 80 on Kurt and, and I guess you could say the par 70, 70, you know, mid 7,000, like uh, under 7,100 yards allows for your like Kitayamas, your Aaron Rye's, like a lot of other players to sort mm-hmm. of show themselves. We saw Tringali as the guy that was battling with Hideki here last year that if you had a decky, you were sweating um, Tringali. So I'm not disputing any of them making their move. My pick was on Kitayama, but I'm still of the belief that the good players are going to win the golf tournament. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm heavy um, under 50 for sure. Um, it's just with this field, you make a lot of good points. Boy, it's just, I find myself, man, man I'm okay. I find myself. Okay. Well, can I go there? Oh, gosh. You know, the history right now with how everything's going, it just makes it difficult. But if I had to stretch and I had to give you a number and I was, I'd like this guy I, last week, I think he's starting to figure the putter out and you show me a better iron player right now over the last few weeks in Naismith. I mean, it's kind of weird yeah. to say, but Matthew Naismith's iron game mm-hmm. is so damn good. He switched putting coaches about three months ago and he's starting to figure it out. His putter is starting to have a pulse um, and cause, and it's a consistent pulse and there he is finishing second last week. I, you know, I wasn't overly surprised cause you could see the putter coming and I'm telling you, man, like we, the same stuff we said about Hoagie say the same stuff about Naismith. I feel like this could be a good spot for him. And that's as high, that's as high as I'm going to go at 70 with Naismith. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, the, if he gets it going with the putter, like we always rave anybody that plays around on fantasy national or does any kind of modeling, like there's so many weeks where he's just popping. Cause we love ball strikers and we love yeah. team. No putt. So <laughs> when someone on team, no putt starts to find the pot, uh, yeah, we get, we start to foam at the mouth in sort of the uh, community that we live in, uh, Travis. And we saw that last week with a lot of people getting on that Neesmith wagon, yourself included. And, and you're, it kind of feels like there's no reason to get off, especially at a course that is just going to be all about the, um, you know, the greens and rag and, a lot of what the course asked for is his sweet spot throwing a yeah. hot putter. Let's let's go. Right. Well, it's, not um, it's not hot. It's improving. It's, you know, it's positive one. It's positive 1.5. Sorry, I meant hot in the context of, of relative speaking context tip, yeah. of Matt, of Matt Neesmith and how he's able to sort of hang around without the putter. Right. When that putter shows life, it allows him to find his way top five, top 10, and and you never know if it if boom goes the dynamite. I guess um, positive positive two point five this week he wins. 
Yeah. I mean, with the ball striking stats that I'm staring at, I could see how that would correlate to the winning score. Like that would get you in the range of the winning score mm-hmm. unless uh, Hideki or Sungjae, like a superstar just goes berserk. Then the, you know, there's almost nothing you can do when like a, a, an elite, you know, plays close to their ceiling. But yeah, again, I got, um, I got not a bad word about, yeah. about Neesmith. He'll be very popular in, in DFS and in the prop market, no doubt. All right. So above that, is there anybody that you would, any bombers to maybe consider for a top 20 as we start? It's a short field as we know what 78 in the field, no cut. Um, Uh, I, you know, like I I, I sat there and hung with Hubbard Mark. Give me, give me one. That's a a bomber. Yeah. You maybe play him to win, but consider a top 20. Who would it be? Sometimes you got to plug your nose, but it's capable. Uh, and we're straight from team, maybe one of the team captains, a team, no pot Luke list. Okay. Yeah. I knew, uh, I knew it was coming. I, I knew that was coming up, Travis. Uh, I knew Luke list is the perfect, didn't he at a hundred for that? Yeah. What well, perfect. You get a nice little number to clip your T 20. Uh, I'll be overexposed to him for sure. In DFS. I can never sometimes, I, you know, I always get like, I don't know. It's like a girl, like there's habits you hate and you think you never want to see her again, but sometimes it, you know, it's just that off the tee, the, 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 that second shot, like always brings me back to thinking we can try again, Travis. I know it. I know it. You know, looking at some of these, I, I bet Lipsky is one of my, guys and you know he made the cut finished 45 he's kind of becoming a little bit team no putt he's not quite the ball striker luke is but you know he's not bad um and his putter's just sour like my goodness brandon Wu. like there's some guys striking the ball like beautifully Mm -hmm. right now brandon Um, like beautifully like if you trust them then go for it why am i right why am I attracted to Adam Long as kind of a a long one I here? Don't, you know, no. I could no, I don't really have an answer. I could like fake it and pretend, but it's a guy that for whatever reason I think my eyes like have gone through this week. Like yeah. I honestly haven't seen him on the page. I'll let you sell me on it, but I don't have anything to say. I honestly haven't looked at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Long's like it feels like he's yeah, I'm 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 stretching a little bit. I'm I'm stretching a little bit there. I, I'll probably back off that some. He's like one of those guys, like when you look at him, like we can all relate to this. Man, I hit the ball pretty good, but I didn't make any, you know, I didn't make any putts. No, I putted good, but I didn't hit the ball very good. You know, like he's he's kind of showing signs of all of it. He just hadn't quite put it all together. Um maybe at the John Deere he did, 13th, maybe at the 3M open he did, didn't even putt great there. Um 30th at Sanderson putted great. Didn't hit the ball good. I don't know. I, season, I'm kind of, it's always that one guy I get hung up on and you start looking to stretch. Lipsy was my guy last week. If he would have made anything at all, he would have been there. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll consider that. Matt McKenzie Hughes. I mean, didn't he just win? He's at 70. He's getting longer off the tee. I love what he's doing with his swing. Uh, I think he's tightening up some of those approach short, uh, shorter wedges, which will have some value this week. We just probably need to see more. Huh? Hubbard's a good dude too, by the way. I sat there and watched him hit that guy. That guy's got a good swing. 
really, really sound uh, move. Nice ball striker. Good guy. He's kind of interesting at 60. He's been scrapping pretty good this, this year. I was with you on Grio too, as I worked back up the board last week, I was, I, I got suckered into it too last week. Um, and that didn't pan out. Fowler kind of same old, same old last week. He's 90 to one. I mean, let me, I got to ask you a question to someone like that can get inside the ropes and watch these guys. Fowler's playing cavity backs. Is that true? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know. Like exactly. what I keep hearing. That's what people keep saying. Like I, I rock my cavity backs, Travis, but I'm a 15. I'm a 16. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I need everything I can get out there. You know, I don't know. I, 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 that's a good question. I'm not sure exactly what he's. Have you ever right seen now. cavity backs out there on like the PGA tour? I mean, I see, see the progressives. You know, like, like where they yeah, got, I guess I don't know that that'd be like, whoa. Yeah, um, I mean, I think there's a, there's, yeah, there's, there's some, yeah. A little bit of the cavity back. A lot of the progressives, you get a few that play the blades, you know, where you kind of get the blade look wedge nine, eight, seven, and then it kind of works into that, you know, bigger look into the middle irons and longer irons. Like you see most, you see mainly of that. I'm not like oh, an equipment right? guy, yeah. but like people cavity making it seem there. like Fowler's playing like a, uh, a plus, you know, 15 no. handicap club. No, I don't think he's, he's not playing like an oversized offset or anything. You know, okay. <laughs> a little bit of a cavity back's not the end of the world. Um, but I mean, I don't think it's a clunker by any stretch that's, you know, offset and it's got plenty of room. I mean, he's, 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 I don't think he's probably playing a blade either. Um, but who knows? You know, some of these guys still, you look at them, they're like, Jesus, how do you even hit that? Like five irons, like that big. Like how do you even hit that ball with some of these, uh, some of this? But most of them, yeah, more of that progressive look. All right, down. Jaeger's showing some signs. Steven Jaeger, he's been playing pretty good golf. Cameron Champ, man, I just don't get it. How he just consistently, I don't know. Like, I know he's won. I know he pops up, and when it's good, it's good. But is you know when you live in the positive off the tee in today's era with that length, I mean the dude's missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of his last ten cuts. How does that happen? Ooh, another guy I've kind of just ignored. I didn't know it was that bad. I, that I listen. You're you're closer to it than I ever could be. I don't know. I mean. I mean, his short, game, his short game, I mean, around the green, he's just not good. Putting's not good. But his iron game's kind of, eh. I don't know. That's got to be frustrating to be that long. I mean, he never loses strokes off the team. He's just, you know, in today's era, like, just get it out there. Let, you know, let your irons go to work. Just be decent. And yeah, you're not even crazy. saying, like, win, like, top 20. It's like, you can't make the cut with being cut. able to be in position A that often. But Strange. then when he does. But then when he does, 20th at the Rocket Mortgage, 16th at 3M, 6th in Mexico, 10th at the Masters. Well, that's why people like betting him, because he's got that ability to spike. And from an outright perspective, it's sometimes all you can ask. I mean, you you acknowledge your outright bets depreciate the moment you make them, essentially. And you just want a guy who has that spike capability. And he has shown yeah. that. you know. So that's why... From an outright market, not to say people are picking him or like him this week, but we get to places where it works for him 
you see him show up on cards. All right. So I got to cut it off here. So I've got, I got M Mito Fleetwood Naismith. Those are my four. That's my four. And I'm in with five. I've bet Hovland Hatton Fleetwood Mito Kitayama. Okay. Kitayama's you've, you've taught, you got me looking at him too. I might add that. I might add that. All right, Jeff. Thank you for joining me. Go Mariners. Okay. Thanks. Hey, hang in there. Two more weeks. The Chargers are going to beat the Seahawks probably by 21. So don't feel too bad. All right. We might get up 21, but we'll let you crawl right back into that sucker. Travis. I promise. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's a Chargers. Uh, I think it's a Chargers Chiefs race uh, in the AFC Whoa. West. My boy, well, so I'll Russ. Be quick on this, but I'm hoping, and you'll appreciate this. And I'm going to use this line a lot, I think, as I get into my football content this week. The Chargers play the Broncos this week on Monday night. There's that pressure now of Chargers. not being the team that makes Russell Wilson look good. Okay. <laughs> There's that pressure. So it's like, I feel like that guy in a soccer shootout where like the first three guys on my team scored and now they've handed it off to me and I better do what everyone else has done to Russ because it'll be really embarrassing (laughs) to be that team that, that lets Russell Wilson awaken and it better not be me. I hope not. (laughs) I hope you guys win because we have all their picks. Oh, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All the best, Travis. All right. Talk to you soon. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here.